Picture this. You're in a movie theater to see whatever new blockbuster just came out, and you arrived right on time. But you forgot that there are always at least 15 minutes of trailers before the movie actually starts. So you're sitting patiently through all the sound and fury, all the huge budget special effects and epic music flying right over your head. It's become so commonplace that at this point, it's just noise. But then, you hear this. Your son is a remarkable young man. This is the trailer for The Accountant, this crime thriller that's coming out sometime next October. When I saw this in theaters a couple months ago, it blew me away. But not because of the premise, or the actors, or anything else like that. Because of the music. There's no huge orchestra, no overdramatic sound effects, just one crisp keyboard riff. Define normal. This is Radiohead's Everything in Its Right Place, and Radiohead are a band known for weird, abstract music. Not something you typically see in a mainstream trailer, but that's exactly why it works. It stands out, and you'll remember it much longer than all those gibberish, over-budget trailers. Even more, it helps characterize the accountant from the title. The pure sine waves of the keyboard and the lyrics Everything in Its Right Place perfectly mesh with the voiceover describing him as this exceptionally intelligent but neurotic man. He has highly advanced cognitive skills. The obsessive personality. Can our son lead a normal life? Music means everything in a movie. So today on our program, we've got one case study of a soundtrack that does it all. And we're going to delve deep into what makes it work. I'm Patrick Simpson, and this is Melomania. recognize this particular piece of music because it's a weirdly popular choice for trailers, but it's originally from this 1985 cult sci-fi film called Brazil. If you haven't seen it, it's about this dystopian society where a low-level bureaucrat spends his days dreaming about escaping his mundane life and flying away with the woman of his dreams. So you're probably wondering why a sci-fi dystopia movie is named after the South American country of Brazil. Well, that's what I thought at first too, but the name actually comes from the song that inspired the movie, Aquarela do Brasil by Ari Barroso, known in English simply as Brazil. Director Terry Gilliam talks about the song in the commentary track on the soundtrack. The idea came from sitting on a beach in uh, Port Talbot in Wales, which is uh, um, an industrial town where they have these great container ships arrive and they offload coal uh, on these great conveyor belts that go towards the I think the steel plants and the whole beach is is covered with this black coal dust and I was there sitting there at sunset and it was a gray miserable day everything was monochromatic except for a bit of glow in the sky and I thought wouldn't it be interesting to make a movie about a guy sort of sitting on this beach with a radio and he's fiddling on the dial and suddenly picks up this song Brazil The song, as you may have guessed, is everywhere in the soundtrack. Director Terry Gilliam uses it as what is called a leitmotif, 
which is any recurring musical theme that represents a person, place, or idea. So let's take a look at how Gilliam incorporates a song and what implications it has for the meaning of the film. This version of the song, recorded by Jeff Muldor, is the first sound we hear in the film, before the title and even before the first shot. Once the vocals kick in, the camera zooms through the sky, soaring through clouds as Jeff sings of a fantasy romance. Finally, as the song fades out, the camera settles on a TV advertisement. Hi there. I want to talk to you about ducks. But then... Just when you least expect it. To suit your demanding taste. A bomb goes off, and what we later learn is a terrorist attack. And the title Brazil comes into the frame as the trumpets hit that high note. Already, the contrast between the fantasy of Brazil and the harsh reality of the world is laid out just within the first two minutes. What do you believe is behind this recent increase in terrorist bombings? Bad sportsmanship. About seven minutes in, we hear that famous in the office theme as the camera tracks through the Department of Records. It's a chaotic environment, where everyone is moving and papers are endlessly shuffled. This constant motion creates the illusion of productivity, but in reality, no one is actually doing anything. They're just stamping and exchanging and filling out forms with nothing being accomplished. Note how this is reflected in the music. The melody repeats over and over again as the instrumentation slowly expands, volume increasing, pitch rising, all feeding into a brilliant crescendo that feels like it went somewhere. But really, it never developed past that initial pattern. After nearly 10 minutes of exposition, we're introduced to our protagonist for the first time. Just after we see the manager of the Department of Records call for someone named Sam Lowry. Has has anybody seen Lowry? Has anybody seen Sam? We cut to a shot just like the first shot of the film. The camera flies through the sky, eventually revealing a man with wings gliding in the air. This is Lowry, dreaming that he's a superhuman who can fly. The use of the Brazil theme in this sequence further reinforces its association with dreams, as well as providing us with our first impression of Sam. Being introduced to a character for the first time in one of their dreams says a lot about that character. Sam's priorities obviously do not lie in reality. In his dream, Sam flies to a beautiful woman calling for him, until he's abruptly awakened by a phone call from his boss.
This is only the beginning of Sam's romantic illusions. He dreams about this woman several more times, all with different variations of the Brazil theme playing in the background. One moment that is particularly explicit in this theme of fantasy versus reality is when Sam is driving through his monochromatic, dystopian city, all while listening to the ironically lighthearted Brazil on the radio. this program to bring you news of a terrorist bombing at the Blue Lagoon Flyer. Sam's life slowly spirals out of control as he gets more and more caught up in his own imagination, eventually resulting in his capture and arrest by the government. But just when it seems to be the end for Sam... He's saved by a surprise terrorist attack on the facility, and he eventually finds himself in his dream girl's truck of all things. They drive away together to the countryside, all as one final reprise of Brazil is playing triumphantly. All is looking well for Sam. But of course, it's all revealed that this suspiciously happy ending was just another one of Sam's dreams. He's got away from us, Jack. I'm afraid you're right, Mr. Helpman. He's gone. The film ends on Sam, now clearly insane, singing Brazil to himself as he's left alone in his prison. So Terry Gilliam fit all of that into one song. Tell me again why soundtracks don't matter. Melomania is written and produced by me, Patrick Simpson. All sound is either from the soundtrack by Michael Kamen or the film itself. The overdramatic trailer at the beginning was the trailer for Star Trek Beyond, and what you're hearing right now is one of the first ever recordings of Brazil, performed by Francisco Alves in 1939. Melomania is a production of 91.3 WHJE, broadcasting from beautiful downtown Carmel, Indiana. Thanks for listening. <laughs>